Um, I don't even you. We the, uh, we no, are no, no. in the southern hemisphere. We're fucking shit. With up until about up until about two hours ago, we couldn't have been more on fire. And then Our shit was on like 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 we don't. Dave and I don't have great fucking luck. And we come down here, and the fucking this country has opened themselves up to us. Yep. Let us finger its pussy. Yep. Oh. <clears throat> the nicest, nicest way incredibly a gentleman can. Yeah. And then, and then I lost the podcast. And then you fucking lost the podcast. I can't even tie the metaphor together. We <laughs> we recorded a live podcast with uh, uh, Kumail uh, Nanjami. Uh, which is the a, a horrible butchering of a man's name who is my friend, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Dave and, and Dave Thornton, uh, who's an Australian comic of uh, some note and, uh-huh. and fucking really funny. You'll yeah. never know that. No, you won't. Uh, but listen, it, I have a new hat. <laughs> you fucking so, motherfucker. So you, you you need to look at life as a trade off. <laughs> And in it's this not. case, I have a it's Saint so Kilda Saints hat on. Here's the thing: and I'm before you fucking open your life. before you open your fucking stupid mouth, I guarantee you, the, all bets were on it that I fucked it up. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah like yeah, every yeah, fucking yeah. person was listening is going, "Well, it must have been." Well, what did Greg do? And you know what Greg didn't do? Just fucking remain pretty. <laughs> can kept I, his fucking used his eye creams, worked out every day, and My, you fucking you had one job. You have one you're job. Very, you're just. <laughs> Pointlessly angry. Can I just? I don't see Maxi mad doing. Can I just tell you something? My son now plays like he he acts out his parent. He'll be like, "I'm gonna go to work," and he'll grab a couple things. And when he plays, "Daddy's going to work," uh huh. He grabs a jacket, uh huh, (laughs) and he puts on a hat or something. And then he walks to the door and he turns around and he goes, "I forgot my keys." So guess what? I lost the fucking keys to Australia. Oh my god, dude. Deal with it. That's walking the room. Um, we have a guest. How do we, yeah, yeah. We, fucking, wow, well, how lucky him that he gets to walk <laughs> in on this fucking mess. <laughs> like, this is a guy, this is a guy I've known for a little while. We met at one of these festivals. I think we met, at, uh, it was in Edinburgh? Or yeah. We meet, or we meet here? We met. Probably in, probably in Edinburgh. And then I did your show at the festival did, in Seattle. Yeah, you did Bring the Rock and you fucking brought Oh, you did? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, he was nice. great. He was fucking great. Oh, but hang on, I didn't have a visa when I did that. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't paid you for it. There. Yeah, you were there. I was just doing it. If you did Bring the Rock, you didn't get paid, and that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But you <laughs> know what? If, if if American officials find out that you did get paid, yeah. they can come and find you in any country. Well, there's not going to put you on a plane. They don't have to take worry. you wherever, and that, you know, that's your own fault. Oh, God. Yeah, but here's the. Here's why he doesn't have to worry about it. We haven't even fucking said his name yet. So welcome to the show. Maybe just don't say the name. Maybe the we don't say it. Say his Maybe name. Say his, his name. name. Say it. Let's take him down right now. Uh, and David O'Darity is my name. It it um, it's fine. I don't mind. No, I, I, it, 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 it's got to be okay. It was a cultural exchange more than anything else. I was bringing my. Is tales. that what you call it? I was bringing. <laughs> that's what he's saying. I'm an Irish person when you're arrested in America for working yeah, in like yeah. some diner. It's yeah. a cultural exchange. I'm bringing my experience of cooking fries to. <laughs> there is. There's um. 
Yeah. Uh, my friend Dara tells a funny story. There's a there's a student visa you can get called the J1 to go and do gig to go and work in America when you're in university in Ireland, uh-huh. and a lot of us go over, and you just get the shittiest jobs. I worked in a YMCA in uh, San Francisco, uh, hosing down cleaning bathrooms. And why now? Why is it that? See, that's weird because in San Francisco, not only is that a shitty job, it's also a fetish bar. <laughs> so that's in San Francisco. That's also yeah, thing, that's also thing people will pay to you're, do. You're, yeah, yeah. you're hosing people parts. <laughs> Cleaning jizz off, steaming it off the walls of it. Yeah, uh, my mother going, "How are you doing? I've broken America, mom. It's going great Look, over here." Here's the thing about San Francisco: it's a gorgeous city, smells like bleach. The whole city's covered in cum. It just is a <laughs> lot of that's 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 just a fact, right? America's number one cum city. <laughs> That's what they say, come to San Francisco. And they just spell it C-U-M. Do they do that? They say, come spell San Francisco. You're wearing a hat! (laughs) I'm so furious. This hat is... It symbolizes yeah, fucking beard. a great podcast. I don't know. When I see that hat, every time I'm going to just say, I want $2,000 for that hat. So, <laughs> so let me just put this the situation together. You, so you have the podcast on some sort of small Right. They, uh, gave it to us on a, they gave it to us on a very little SIM card. I don't know why we didn't ask for discs, but... Um, C90. I would have gone C90. What is that? Like an old-fashioned cassette. Oh, my God, yeah. We should have gone... That's huge. Oh, yeah. C30, C90, C60, anything, go. Anything but a SIM oh, card. Oh, wow, wow. When they handed me the SIM card, I was totally bummed, but I got it back to the hotel, and I put it in my safe. All was good. Yeah. And then last night... They said they wanted it they back. They said, we want it back, because we want to record the SuperPod and put it on that yeah. SIM card. Should we even and tell them about the SuperPod? There's a pretty good chance that won't make it to air either. Was, oh, dear God, <laughs> that thing's going to get lost if I had to take it around. So then I had to go and find a way to put the SIM card on my computer. I had to go buy an adapter... And then I saw a hat, and I wanted to buy a fucking hat because oh, I'm a huge, I hate that hat. I'm a huge Saint Kilda fan. I hate that hat. I saw a, a great 50 yard kick, <laughs> and uh, and some catches that were fantastic. So I love the team. To the listeners, the sport uh, he's talking about here is Australian rules football, yeah. uh, a sport that not only does he not know anything about because I explained <laughs> it to him while he was wearing the hat on the way to record the podcast, but secondly. <laughs> He, so then I told him rumours that St Kilda were a hated team by everyone <laughs> and at any moment we could be punched in the face well that's that's quite possible right now I don't like them I don't like you I don't like that hat and I, we just lo- and we lost and we lost a, 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 we we Dave we don't people we've never people applauded when we came out like they fucking they, people that's not I understand I what that, happened that, I'm used to understand that. what happened the other night was that uh we were moved to another venue because we sold so many tickets. Wow. Then the 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 festival, the people from the festival have been taken aback by the fact that people are showing up in clown outfits. Yeah, they Tom, don't know what's happening. Tom fucking Green <laughs> the other night at the comics bar was like, why are there all these clowns around? <laughs> and he was fascinated because he's performed for the Juggalos, so he fucking gets it. Yeah. And we had the most. Ma- I'm now going to call that the most magical podcast that ever happened. It's it's, <laughs> it's quite a metaphysical thing. It's well, like if a tree falls in the forest, you know, and no one hears it. Did it? Did it? Did it make a sound? Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like that podcast. It didn't. You know, it, if it made a sound, it was a sound of a tear. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, look. Th- now, now this is what can happen with this. It can become a legendary podcast because. <laughs> Now people, more people can say they were there that weren't even there, and they can right. say how amazing it was right. and like life changing experience. Oh my god, I can't believe we can ever hear it. Like it, this, this missing podcast yeah. can just take on epic proportions in the history 
the vault, the history. Are vault. you saying that it's much like when I wrote the hit book? He's just not that into you, and they only printed wow. thirty-five thousand copies. And then when we went on Oprah, they, there was a need for two hundred thousand. So for three weeks, people were fighting in stores to get it. Wow. I wasn't fighting. <laughs> I had it. Here's how important this podcast is to the people of Australia. Uh, a guy came up to me. A guy came up to me from, and handed me his card. He was from the Australian Federal Police. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know that he wants me telling everybody this. He said, "You can break got, any laws." I love, I love the podcast that much. We're free to do whatever we want, whatever we want. He, he just pointed at a woman. She was like 55, and he said, "You can kill her right now in front. Of you. you can kill her, and if you have this card." Freedom, buddy. <laughs> you go, this is your go. You can only use one. So you either get, you don't get like a bunch. You can have a but rape get or a murder. Uh, you can, you can rob a bank. Whatever you want to do, you got one free go here with the uh, Australian Federal Police. So this guy goes, listen, I, I, I'm going to have to tell you something. I, I love your podcast, and me and the guys, uh, we listen to it. Uh, we'll do it. A lot of times we'll be doing a stakeout. Maybe we've got to kick in the door of a pedophile or, um, or something like that. And he goes, and, and he goes. this breaks the tension. Like, we'll literally be sitting there with our headphones on, listening to walking in the room before they go, okay, you're ready to go. And then we'll fucking <laughs> kick the door out. He was dead fucking serious. That a big can't be dude. good for the criminals. Like, that That means that they're, like, getting extra abuse. Oh, we talk way. about, we, I mean, we talk about, we talk about prison. So, okay, just a real recap. So remember I was talking Don't about, point my, at me. remember I'm, Doug Hermans? I know remember you're Doug talking Herman's to me. Thing? When you the, look at me, I know you're talking to me. Doug Hermans. The guy that I went to fo- the, the guy I went to high school with that played f- football. We got a recap at the University of Oregon, right? And then my friend said he ran into him at a party. Yeah. And he had uh, looked terrible and just gotten out of prison. Yes. And he had a slice on his face. Sure. That's the thing they do in prison when you snitch. Wow. It's called a tomahawk. Oh. How about that, huh? So if you're a prison fan, you're jerking off right now because we fucking have some prison. That was prison news for you. They said to ask Dave. What's, He'll know uh, about that. What's going on going on underneath your beard? Is there? Is a beard there for a reason? I've got a, a Chelsea smile. <laughs> Isn't that the one where you hold a knife and then you kick him in the balls? So when you, I go, ah! It's like the Chelsea headhunters football team used to... Wait, yeah. the, the Chelsea, one of the... I, I mean, uh, I, I think I'm right here, and if I'm wrong, I'm going to probably be killed. Sure. But yeah. uh, Chelsea football team in London yeah. used to have very tough fans, and I think this goes back to London crime in the 60s. Yeah. The, one of the things they would do would be they'd just put a, a blade in your mouth just gently there and then someone would kick you in the balls so that when you grimaced and ah you oh you, my god I'm so sorry so no 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 don't be sorry this, this, that's here, here, by the, first off you've just hit our listenership where they live <laughs> our, there are guys with their pants down right now like this is we talk a lot prison is a big theme of this of that's this actually which is weird that's actually how I eat <laughs> Like, I will put a piece of food in my mouth and then someone will kick me in the balls and I'll oh, just swallow. Oh, boy. I'd like to help you have a sandwich today. Let me tell you something. kick you in the balls a few times. So, you bought the hat. Okay. I still yeah, don't yeah. understand the time between the buying the hat and the losing of the Yeah, I don't, I don't get how it's get lost. So if, if, here, if, here are the thing. Here, let me tell you of the exact play. I went I went and bought the, the adapter thing. Then I had to go to Target because I needed socks. That, I didn't. Oh, I, packed, gets, yeah. I packed four days worth of socks. It's a much longer trip. Yeah, <laughs> it is in fact almost fourteen days. So when I so realized that I didn't have socks, you, he <laughs> thought days were. He thought it was like Saturn here. Is that what that fucking was smell like, was at the bar last night? No, no, I, they were feet. I had it smelled fresh, like it, it smelled like that. It wasn't, it wasn't day five. Who's? 
Say it. There was a girl that we were hanging out with last night who did an imitation of a hand job, but it was the hand job that she would give, and she literally used both hands and went like this. Like, she like was, a butter churn? You know like when you give someone a hand job, and she took two hands and twisted them like she was wringing something out, and I'd go, that's the worst. That's, that's horrifying. The most she goes, yeah, like you give someone a hand job, and she goes like that. I go, what is that hand job? Wow. Like, that is it. Like that's a twisty. breaking it's it. Like she, Pepper grinder. <laughs> the pepper grinder. The pepper grinder. That's exactly right. Oh, she looked no. like she was doing a pepper grinder. I couldn't decide whether that would be awesome or just a nightmare. What if she but said, I, I felt like what it was if so she much said work. a hand job and then she like pretended to chisel? <laughs> Give a gentleman a hand job. <laughs> it's an Aussie hand job. Yeah. It sounds like another one of those tortures. And she said that because you'd. Oh, I'll talk about the crazy woman that came up to me after the show. Anyway. Okay. So you're getting. So, so, so you I get, get the get adapter. Socks. I'm already mad. And when, then I go the, to get. I want to know the last time you saw the chip. I'm going to fucking tell you. Okay. The interesting thing about storytelling is if you wait <laughs> you will hear some stuff and you don't have to ask ahead of time not well, the way you it's do like it watching, you're like watching a movie with my mom you is, know he, how, is he the bad guy you know that poster that we have for the super pod where all the words are just happening at once the yep. one that Paul just made somebody goes that's the way Greg talks yes it is <laughs> and I have to try to filter it out for people to make them understand it so socks new socks so I get socks how many pairs do you buy uh, four. Oh yeah really we're here for ten days you had four you, only, you made it so you would be too shy yeah, I don't know why I did that. God damn it. Yeah. Oh. So, and did you buy the but half? I was them? very interested in the socks. They have different socks here. No. They don't have, they have like, they're more sporty. They there's got, a lot of sports they, socks and there's too. a lot of writing on the bottom of their socks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they have socks that say hangover on them. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I, I would think that would also be maybe yeah. Ireland and, and England and, mm. you know, the drinky countries. Oh, yeah, as opposed to America. Where, uh, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but we have entered sobriety. Oh, really? <laughs> as a country. Wait, what are you talking about? I, I, it's all I can do to tell you that you aren't fucking hungover today. I was with you last night. This is, this is, th- th- that's also part of this. Your, your eyes are pink, and they're oh, barely open. Oh, I see. You fucking had a heater on last night. I don't blame you. This nothing to do with losing the fucking card. So did oh, you, fuck horse shit. Don't bring your goddamn baggage into this and, you're, and the fucking shit you used to do waking up next to a dumpster. I, I'm fine. We used to have... First a, off, her name was Carol. <laughs> <laughs> have you not referred to her as a dumpster anymore? When we... Uh, to, to combat the terrible social problems of drinking in my country, um, AA sent a guy around to our school uh, when we were about 15... And he just told us the greatest drinking stories ever. Oh. In a sort of, they were supposed to be cautionary. But they, and but they were kind of great. They just made him sound like a legend. So, <laughs> so, like, at the end, you just felt like giving him a high five. More than One of them was when you, he goes, you know, you've got a problem when you wake up and in a hotel room and there's a woman beside you and you don't know what language she's going to speak when you wake her up. I'm like, we're 15 going, and this, as to drinking is bad. Oh my God. You can fuck internationally when you're drunk. You can get people that don't speak your language to fuck you when you're drunk. I am going to, let's get drunk now. Yes. Yeah, no. The horrible, the, the horrible thing about drinking is that sometimes you'll wake up in a bed with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and other cautionary tales. <laughs> so did you get the hat in the same place as the socks? No. Okay. So this is what happened at the at Target. So I'm reaching into my into my pants to get money, and I pull it out, and the SIM card f- flies out, and I reach down and I grab it and I put it back in my pocket, mm. and I put my money in my other pocket, so the SIM card is not in the same pocket as the money now. So if I reach in again, I will not pull out the money. Yeah. 
And then I go and I'm walking past. I see the hat shop. I go, I want to get a hat because I love my fucking saints. <laughs> and I buy the hat. And then I'm walking back to the hotel. I reach in and pulled out my phone and my hotel card when I was walking on the street. And they were in the same pocket as the SIM card. But no one, can I, let me just say this. No one's going to steal. Firstly, I like that you said you kept the SIM card in the safe in the hotel, like a rival podcast we're going to break into your hotel. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what Tofop's going to do. A little dumb, dumb club coming down. Up on our, the yeah. fucking Australian podcasters are insane. They'll steal your shit. And, it's, and, this, and it's theirs. This year alone, <laughs> this it, 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 year alone, 38 deaths. <laughs> in the Australian turf podcast. war going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. The pod community here is really fucked up. They, they, they are fucked up. I mean, up. they already tagged my hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, did you see when Clawson walked into that bar last night? People just got the fuck out of the way. <laughs> that motherfucker came in with a hot haircut and his fucking chest out and people yeah. went oh my god that guy will fucking cut mm-hmm. you it's like West Side Story with podcasts yeah, very much is. so it very is. much so but no one is going to so say essentially it's on the street then yeah where, no where one's gonna pick no one's gonna pick that up it's sitting there no, in the I, gutter I, I, I walked the whole I walked the whole the whole walk I, I looked I walked all the way back to the store I walked the whole walk I went back to the hat store guy was like no I talked to him and wow. they looked around on the ground it wasn't there it's gone <sighs> The greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I personally, I feel like that podcast possibly, very possibly, would have changed the course of podcasting, not just in America, but on Earth. So what you're saying is if someone happened to film, say, 10 seconds of it, a snatch of it on their phone, that's going to become like the Zapruder film of this generation. <laughs> exactly right. That is right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very wow. much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be the, the, the Zapotter. That'll be the, the, I can't fucking believe it, dude. Zapruder? Zapotl. Zapotle? Yeah. It is the Zapotle. Uh, Look, I apologize. I I, apparently, you've narrowed it down to my drinking. <laughs> and, uh, no, I, 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 no. I, look, that's you should fucking take that, because otherwise, the default is you're just dumb. Drinking is an excuse. You can go, well, yeah, I was drunk oh. last night. But the other one is I just think like just, you, I think I was just... I never wanted to have it in my fucking pocket. I, I blame the festival. I mean, they, well, of course, you have to blame somebody. <laughs> Just the point where it goes, I'll keep this in a safe, and, uh, and then you go, and now in or- now is the most sensitive period for it. I've kept it in a safe where I put it yeah. in my pocket yeah. with the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. here's the thing, too. It does make sense, right? <laughs> I- I've noticed that you've got, you're not wearing, like, Chemin de Fairs or some lady's pants. You actually have four pockets. You literally could have put your key in your back pocket. You could have put your money in your left pocket. You could have put the thing. Like, you had room. Oh, so I never. I'm, I'm not a good pocket organizer. Wow. I have I have major pocket like I Look, I I wear a chain wallet for a very good reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. will lose my wallet. Yeah. I'm not even I'm not even this easily could have been me. Are you like this at all? Is this an issue in your life? I've never lost a wallet. I wow, which that's would be it because I that's I've got great. too much stuff. I've the wallet of a man is clearly never lost lost a a, a wallet. Yeah. We were, we were uh, there was something that I, I was asking Dave about in in baseball. I believe this to be a very strong metaphor for life, which is apparently, uh, it was confirmed to me, if you are the man who throws the ball yeah. in baseball and the man hits the hitting man, yeah. and once in a while the hitting man hits it and it strikes the throwing man in the head, mm-hmm. him having just thrown it. Yeah. And apparently for the rest of your career, you're never the same thrower because you leave an elbow up. To mitigate against the ten thousand to one chance that you could be struck get again, in the face again, and similarly, I think if you lose your wallet, you never again 
leave all of your credit cards and everything you own in the world inside that wallet the way I do. So I've clearly never lost a wallet. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep my son in my wallet. Never lost, <laughs> never lost it. Never. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I, I lost a few. I'll lose a wallet every two, three years. I've also lost passports. Like, I right now don't even know where my passport is here. It's somewhere. I hope I have it. I gotta leave. Have you ever lost a love? We'll be right back. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Welcome back to Walking, Walking the, the Room. Room. Yeah! I'm Woo! Dave Anthony. Shit is fucking happening. And this is Greg Barrett. Um, first off, and we're joined by David I'm having a five. I lost shit today. So I feel pretty good about it. I haven't lost fucking shit. I got my wallet. I got my shoes. I got my smile. My good attitude. I got my friend David. Do I know fucking... We're veterans of festivals. And by that, it means you know, I've been to two. Uh, and he has You know what's many. happened to me today? He's going to uh, come to America. He shot a Comedy Central I, special. I have what is known as... I, today, I'm experiencing what is known as hat gain. I fucking hate that hat. Yeah. I swear to God. Whenever I see that hat... Like, I have hat I, gain. I, 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 you don't I know don't what hat gain's like. I, no, I do. Because I'm living it. And what hat gain means is when you gain a hat, I lose thousands of dollars. <laughs> How do you monetize a because, podcast? Though? Because we everything we do is free. Yeah, and then when we do the live ones, we do two dollars, and our fan base are so uh, fucking nice that they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, literally yeah. they'll buy four for no reason to give us money because oh, that's all we ask shit. for. So we've done two we live podcasts. Uh, yeah, you we get sell you little get, bags of hair. Yeah, you get like <laughs> you get like a gram. It's <laughs> not that much. But anyway, um, uh, it's a front. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is. We also sell Persian rugs, which you is get weird. the new walk in the room, man. Yeah. <laughs> This shit is good. It's fucking so much better than China White. I know, but that last oh, one, the patent one, was cut with something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, it was yeah. watered down. Yeah, that was that was that was watered down. So we sell them for like two dollars a piece, and so they and you know so our fan base will buy them, and they're very they're very sweet about it, and a lot of times they'll buy more than they need and whatever. So bandwidth isn't that what's expensive here? A concept I don't understand. But in order for for podcasts to be on the internet. Yeah, you gotta. It's about a, the hosting site, so you gotta get the right hosting site. And right. Yeah. 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 It's you know, it's a monthly. You gotta pay a monthly fee to have all your shows up. So, it's wow. really like it's really become a. I mean, obviously, it's a deal. Like the you know, I mean, my tickets are doing fine here, but mm. podcast went immediately. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, there was only one, and uh, well, no one will ever fucking hear it. But the point <sighs> is, we. Uh, but let's talk about you. So you're doing, you it. just did it. You Make, just did you know it. Wrap it up in like a I'm wrap it up pretty in something good and then just shove it down inside <laughs> of you. Dude. And, Dude, then, I'm doing and then make first sure off, every once in a while. First off, first off, my first email back to you was very. I wasn't. I didn't go like, oh fucking what the fuck, dude. I think calling someone a bag of cunts is <laughs> not nice. Dude, that has been a term of endearment in this podcast for a really <laughs> long time. True. <laughs> but it's just the. Did you see the guy that made the can of cunts T-shirt? That was we say can of cunts. We say can of cunts because we're bad people. And then there was a guy here who had a t-shirt, a Campbell's can of cunts t-shirt with a picture of McC Matthew McConaughey's face in it. Yeah. It was fucking genius. Wow. Yeah. Well, we... Um, yeah. It was, no. two, was $2,000, that hat. Are he you did tell me that. So <laughs> it's like mink. It's got mink inside on it. So he sold the podcast to someone. It's like when the dealer comes back on the block and, you know, suddenly he's driving an 8 Series BMW. It's like, no, I just had a windfall. Right? Yeah. Look. <laughs> I am a fan of the circle ball kickers through the poles. <laughs> I like them. You're a cunt. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I like it when a guy catches the ball and kicks so it through a pole. So you just shot a Comedy Central special. I did. I, I got um. 
It was a very long process to get a visa to go and Just do to shows. Just do the special? In your country. Oh, to do shows before you did the special? Well, or? well. so the visa you have to apply for to be a comedian in, in America is yeah. one called an alien with extraordinary ability. That's us. If we can dehumanize you as much as possible before you get there, you cannot and come And what in. is yours? Can you, like, make smoke out of your eyes? Or well, what is your... the, um, so the last time I went... By the way, that's a terrible ability. It's... Of, all of, the, of all the superhero abilities, making smoke come out of your eyes is awful. Anyway, go ahead. The... It's impressive. You can definitely distract somebody, but then once you've done it once, that's you can't use it again. So at at the at the customs point, whatever whatever you call it, immigration mm-hmm, point, mm-hmm. the last time, the, uh, the a very nice man just he looks at it and he goes, "What have we got here? Oh, visa!" And he goes, "Oh, one visa." And he looks at me and he goes, "You realize this is the extraordinary ability visa. This visa was created for Einstein what? and to get um, scientists out of Germany uh, pre Second World War." Funny man. So, yeah. So, and he goes, so what, what do you do? And I said, I play, I do songs on a little keyboard. And he just, he stamped I'm it a, like. I'm a music clown. <laughs> well, like, what do you? I just sort of handed it back, just shaking his head. Just, I, people who have this visa, they used to have elements named after them. Yeah. Yeah. Did he say like, uh, you have dirtied this visa. <laughs> this great country. God, soiled it. Oh, he said I... the founding fathers, when they conceived of the alien with extraordinary ability visa, they... I would like there to just be a line in behind him. There's like a clown and a mine. <laughs> just a guy with a tiny guitar. And just oh, like, a whole, guy. like a whole line of people that are like, I can make a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... Now, but now, do you, is your... Um, do you have the... Uh, as part of your career plan, do you want to move to America? A lot of people seem to want to move to America. Like, I've talked to a lot of people here in Australia where you do sort of get a sense of, like, like, you, you don't, especially given how huge this fucking continent is, and then there's just not, there's barely any people here. But there's only so much you can do here, there and are, you there have to leave. Comparatively, there are yeah. hardly people. There's so, so many more people where you are, I mean. I live in Dublin, um, and the I like living in Dublin a lot. Uh, I live... Approximately 39 euros from London on an aeroplane. Really? Uh, where there's an awful lot of work. The beauty of Dublin is, in Dublin it's kind of a door split scene in terms of comedy. Whereby there's a whole lot of rooms. And on any given night, if I write it, something, a new song or something I want to try out, I can ring someone up and go, can I come down there yeah. and do it? So it's a really good place oh, to, to work stuff up. And then to go off then and do festival like Edinburgh or Montreal or um, here or going to New Zealand after this. So I kind of like living in Dublin, but the opportunity to do stuff in America is quite exciting because, um, I don't know, so many of the comedians obviously that I grew up listening to on records are from there. As regards moving there, I don't know, but I like the, the, ch- the that I can go back and forth at least. Yeah, yeah. We... Uh, uh you can work in America and no one can ever know who you are. Like that's how big it is where yeah. we are. You yeah, can, you can, and that and that's what we're. T- <laughs> that's what David. That's, that's that's the speech we want to give you. <laughs> well, you guys, that's a great point to make when a gentleman says, uh, "I would like to come to America and work." Yeah, no one can ever know who you are. You can just be invisible. It's really great. You can be completely invisible. It's like your dad. Pretty much like. 
You guys told me if I came in this podcast, though, this was this was all I needed to do. <laughs> yeah, no, for that kind of career, we didn't tell you why. That's the career Dave and I are having, where we've uh, we've existed in show business for a long time, and but failed at the same time, like we've actually just living. Yeah, failed, right? I mean, I mean, I, I um, several of my buddies. You know, I'd be quite close with Brett and Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Sure. And, uh, you know, they did Edinburgh, they did here, and then they went to America and... and now they're winning know, Oscars and had shit. A, had but a they, but they broke up the band, right? They're, no, they're done, right? No, 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 no. They're, 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 they're just announced a tour in Australia. <clears throat> but, they ha- but they stopped doing their series, right? Yeah, they, they stopped doing their... They, decided they just didn't want to do it anymore? Who does, um, who does that? They're, they're, they're quality of life dudes. Yeah. This is what I love about them. New Zealand is a wonderful, wonderful place. Yeah, I'm going to go. People, you know, are very concerned about the quality of the air they're breathing, the water they're drinking, eating fine foods. You know, it's not a, a country with a huge sort of income disparity. There's Peter Jackson, and he's very wealthy, and yeah. then there's everyone else. Everyone Peter, else. Peter Jackson, yeah. Fly the Cockroids, and then yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And uh, so there are guys who, you know, if you, you know yourself, you sign a TV deal, you're probably you're looking at 18 months from signing it to finishing shooting those yeah. those 12 apps or whatever it was. And um, they uh, they didn't want to do they They'd have babies and they wanted to go and have a lovely time with with babies. And they <laughs> the, the um the, saying they want to have a lovely time with babies is a weird way to put the it. The beauty of the beauty yeah. of Concords, and they won't mind me saying this, is that they, it was just one of the projects they always had going. It wasn't like... Oh, yeah. So... so it wasn't uh, like their only thing. Yeah, like, yeah. like Jermaine does animation yeah. with his friend. Brett was in one of the biggest bands in New Zealand, the Black Seeds. and, really? and So they had all these other things going on, and uh, Concords was just one of those things. So when Concords started to feel like work, it was like, nah, leave that, it's fine. Oh, which yeah. is something generally not done in America, where no, where not. I'm sure they were, you know, they were HBO wanted them to make more of it, but uh, they they'd had enough. And there's you know, more important things than getting paid. Oh, I disagree with. I am not percent sure about that. No, that's that's really no, that's incredibly admirable. I mean, that really is like you know to be able to uh, to just say no, okay, we're done, we're done our thing, you know. Yeah. Well, well, I think a weakness of the American TV model, oh, where, you're, where you're, where you're, oh, my, <laughs> here we go. my visa just been revoked. <laughs> I'm going to put on my chain mail, let's get this conversation started. Hang on, the piano man has something to say. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead, say. Is that, uh, take a lot of the great TV shows that I grew up with, that were being made in Britain, say, Faulty Towers, Say more recently, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place or The Boosh. These are all shows that Faulty Towers, what, 12 episodes ever? The yep. Office, 12 episodes, mm-hmm. two specials. Uh, and 12 episodes is a, you can handle that. Mm-hmm. If, you, if it's your idea, it's your, you two guys, you can write that whole thing. But with the American model where you're We haven't pressure, managed 12 episodes of this podcast that are listenable. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> you, it involves, you would, if, if, you, if they want you to make another yeah. 12, 15 episodes, yeah. then you're up to 35, then suddenly you've got to get yeah. other writers in and it just, it's, it's, it becomes a bit of a monster, the whole thing. Oh, it, so it, like, gets, it just gets ridiculous. No, there's keep, nothing, keep there's nothing yeah. that, the one thing I will say, like I worked on Sex and the City and they stopped after six, they just stopped. Now, right, that's, yeah. that's short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, people were like, I mean, it was it was at the peak of its thing. That's a really rare occurrence. Then they went and made a movie, which was like, ah, uh, like, okay. 
Yeah. Because I remember thinking, fuck, that was rad. Like, we left it. Because I yeah. would then travel around the world and people would go, fuck, how come there's not more? And, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's what you want to leave the room. Like, that's how you want to do it. And uh, and they certainly could have made more. And then they went and made the, then they went and made the movie. And I will go, okay, well, they made the one movie and it did okay. They kind of got, they sunk the three-pointer. And then they made that fucking Dubai movie. And they fucked, they fucked it. Like, there's no... And it's and that was all about money, I think, on some yeah. level, you know. And yeah. I think, I mean, I think someone thinks they have an idea, whatever. But it, it, everything in America is just about generating more money and also keeping the existing machine afloat. So right, NBC yeah. has to have twenty-two episodes of something, so then it can get to their to because the, nowadays you get to six years or six seasons, and then you have enough to. It's I like can't just remember hundred episodes. You got to have that what it is. What was it? What's his name? The dude, fucking the guy from. God, Hartman, the um, Dan Harmon was saying he's just trying to get the six seasons or whatever is that a hundred episodes. It's, that probably equals out to. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they, they don't give as many episodes. They used to be 26 episodes a season. They've cut back on a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so then they can go into syndication. They've got a hundred episodes. But do, but isn't syndication even a thing now? And all you can do one season of something and put it on fucking Netflix. Well, that's that's the thing. The model's totally changed. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's a legitimate thing to go. I, this is an idea, and this is an idea that isn't going to go forever, but still we could get some sweet times out of it. And then to pull back to bail on the idea and go, that's it, we're done. Yeah. I think that is a, that is a beautiful Did thing. Did you ever see uh, there was a... Was Are you trying to talk us into not doing the podcast Just, anymore? I feel it's peaked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel with the... I, have, I kept saying to Dave, I go, we had to just not... We're, we're, doing, we're doing our 100th episode when we get back to uh, to Los Angeles. And I said, man, we're just fucking... If we stopped... <laughs> Yeah, it'd probably be the best thing that ever happened in our career. I mean, people would talk about us for at least a week after that, and then they'd be done. But that'd be big for you and me, really right? big. It'd yeah, be a really be, big week on Facebook. People would be really bummed until they listen to Pete Holmes. <laughs> I hate. I wait. I miss why. Oh, Pete Holmes is good, and that'd be the end of it. Nobody would remember. Easily forgotten. Easily forgotten. Are you? Uh, have you done any TV? Are you uh, in, in, an actor? Um, yeah. Um, not not much of an actor. I've done bits and pieces. Like I've got this beard at the moment because I'm doing. Um, like you guys, I like doing live stuff, you know, and, yeah. and it's, 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 I earn enough money to carry on around the world and, and do shows. So I'm doing two shows here, doing a stand up show, and I'm doing a show where I pretend to be a shit Antarctic explorer from 1917 uh, who's just come back from the South Pole. You know, that's the stuff that I want to be doing. And uh, what so show was that? I was, that's what I was working on. What's that? <laughs> I mean, were you, you a shit explorer? No, I just you know I've he wrote a writing very, that idea. He wrote a very uh, he wrote a book <laughs> about penguins, pandas, pandas. I mean, look, what are you <laughs> the look, Greg's look, nuts. Look, <laughs> look, he yeah. actually doesn't know the difference. <laughs> Hang on, be fair. They both start with fucking P. Yeah. They're both black and white. So back the fuck up. It's true. It's true. Like pianos. Do you get them confused with pepper? <laughs> They're both flightless white birds. They're <laughs> I do get them confused do with you white pepper. sometimes go like, are you going down to Antarctica to see the white pepper? Like, do you? I have no problems. Where I they... meant to say, I meant to say pandas. Can, can, like, he can... did mean to say pandas. He, with, uh, with my friend uh, Claudia. Can, can, can I make... Uh, yes. Is, is, is it possible it that yes. in America, things are sort of funneled inexorably to, how can we put this on TV? Let's do something with this on TV. But, uh, you know, I've done some TV, but I... I have ideas that just work better as live shows or we Claudia and I wrote a book of fake facts about sharks and a book of fake facts about pandas and they're just books and people look at them and go "Uh, we could if we made it like Top Gear but with fake pandas and like no no that would be be the top of my fucking TiVo queue (laughs) I would fucking TiVo the shit out of panda Top Gear so I got Uh, uh, you guys sitting around talking about animals (laughs) 
you and Claudia, that would be absolutely insane. You should take that right to IFC now. I'm producing it. Let's do it. I got it. It's credible. Occasionally, I get offered. Mostly, there's a time of year when pitches have to go anything for TV shows. Yeah. And so I get asked by a lot of people, can we put your name forward for this? And the greatest ever short pitch came in in an email, which was, um, it's like uh, The Apprentice, you know that show? Yeah. But with pets. Like, how does that, that's the pitch for the show. And it's just two things that don't... You're, fi- you're yeah. fired. <laughs> you're fired. You're, you're no longer a dog. And I would how does that the, work? This well, dog failed at the bake sale. What happened when they were supposed to make and produce a cookie? But it's a dog. I don't give a shit. The challenge was that this Pekingese was supposed to make and sell cookies. They were going to market it with this other poodle. The two of them... Well, and they were both you're both fired oh my god they fired both dogs it's the worst you ever as a raccoon you are not working well with the dogs and the parrots you're fired if a raccoon cannot tell dogs and parrots how to work you're not able to come up with a viable business plan you're fired sir I don't even think you understand they're animals they just walk around in circles shit and sleep no 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 it's the apprentice with animals fuck Oh. And it wasn't even the as one of the main jobs as the firing jobs. It was you interview them after they've been fired. Oh my so god! I d- what, are yeah. you, what are you interviewing? Who? I, 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 so um, <laughs> how do you feel about? Uh, stop scratching. How do you feel? Uh, please don't don't lick there. I'm. Can we? Uh, all right. When you're done, we will continue the interview. But no, I uh, I used to do festivals. With my own show and my dignity, but I'm trading it off for television. Look, because wrote, this is going to really make people come see me play my keyboard. I wrote a book about sharks, and you are maybe my favorite bird that I've ever interviewed. I'm just saying. By the way, it's a fake book about sharks and the facts that were not real. That is the best, man. That is the best. Tell us the names of your books or what? Uh, there's a book called 100 Facts About Pandas. Yeah. So, uh, if if a panda is struck by lightning, it's blacker, it turns white, and it's whiter, it turns black, and they're called negative pandas. But if it's hit by lightning <laughs> a second time, it goes back to its original colors, and they're called double negative pandas, or just pandas. <laughs> And oh, this, this is one of those on, on sharks as well. No, but that is, that's said quite a lot. Well, because that's a, like, I, stoners would love that, but it's also, like, that's a great, like, that kind of shit I fucking love. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's um it's one of those books, and it never admits that it's not a serious book. Like, like, the publisher you we went with. You that, right? publisher we went with was like we just released as a scientific uh, oh, that's awesome. document but yeah but the problem is to oh. publicize it I had to go on morning radio yeah and I would say well they're, they're great right morning the, radio the memorable, get it. the memorable one was so DJ as he's just been playing the cores or Shakira yeah. and yeah. it's handed the press release which just says 100 facts about pandas, and I've I've been sat there, yeah. And so next uh, we're jo- he goes next we're joined by zoologist David Adardi. I'm like no 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 no. And he goes so uh, you've written a book 100 facts about pandas. Jeff spent a lot of time in China researching the book, right? So this is question. So I go 
No, I just wrote it in my uh, flat in Dublin. <laughs> and he goes, okay, what's, what's one of your findings? And now it's the situation where I have to try and think of the least ridiculous fact. I'm leafing through the book. Trying to find the least ridiculous fact in the most ridiculous book that's ever been published. Oh, my no, God. The least ridiculous fact, the one that I settled on was um, if uh, due to the high iron content in the panda's liver, they're slightly magnetic. So if you blindfold one, it'll go north. <laughs> right? <laughs> what did he, uh, it'll be drawn north. <laughs> what did he say? He just goes, he goes, he sort of, he goes, yeah, yeah. This is Beyonce. Oh my god, that's amazing. You're out of here. This is Beyonce. You're out of here. That if you first off, that's amazing. So are those books available on Amazon and all that? Yeah. They're they do they do all right. That they um read the comments. David and and Claudio Dorty not married. Yeah, she's from Sydney. We we met because we had the same name. Uh, read the comments on Amazon. Fifty percent of them are people going, "I love sharks, <laughs> and I bought this for my husband, no, no, and no. it is full of lies." <laughs> I love and the sharks. picture on the cover is like a pa- is a shark leaping through a hoop at a sort of ocean world type place. I have a friend who's a genius in Photoshop, so he can make the most outlandish things seem yeah. true. Like, how could you buy that? <laughs> Yeah. Oh well. That's fucking amazing. God damn it, that's good. Yeah, that Claudia. Good. Claudia Doherty is just one of those people you meet from doing these these international gigs. There are people who travel around the world doing strange comedy things who never do TV. You know, occasionally will appear on a podcast like uh-huh. this. And Daniel Kitson would be mm-hmm. who I'd regard uh-huh. as the best comedian working today. Claudio Doherty is uh, just yeah. It, it's um, it's not a battle. It's a strange sort of carny existence. But uh, mm. I, I got to meet you guys. Oh, we'll ruin that feeling in the next segment. Right? That's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Asshole. to walk in the room the world's fucking stupidest podcast wow oh i was raised i went to a very catholic school i wouldn't say i was raised catholic but i went to a very catholic school and i'm you know the way there's different saints that you pray to for different things yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know but I, there might be a saint for a lost sd card <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'd I don't love know. for that guy to just show up and say hey you know Brosef, here's your car. Hey, Brosef. Here's your here's your podcast. Yeah. So we just found out that the the fortunately, fortunately they, did, just, they did not keep any sort of backup tonight, file. We, what, right, tonight we're doing one with um, with uh, Tofop. We're doing a thing called Superpod with these fucking awesome dudes, and I think we just give it to uh, we just give it right to Clausen and let him fucking deal with it. Um, fuck it you. What does that he, mean? He can put it up. He's not going to put it up on our site, dipshit. I have to put it up. Why don't you fucking relax a little bit and come down off your tantrum? It's gone. It's no big deal. It's one fucking podcast out of millions of podcasts that happen around the world. <laughs> it's not a big deal. If it's- evolution continues at the same rate, by the year, I think, 83,000, we will have uh card readers in our mouths you just be able to put the card on your tongue and just download all of the information 
You'll also be able to lick your computer and listen to it. Did you hear about the, <laughs> did you hear about the, uh, the tattoos that, that there, you can put a tattoo on now that has some sort of material in it that will vibrate when your phone rings? Oh, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. Would That's got to be healthy. Oh, it's got to be great for you. No, I don't care if my phone rings. I never answer my phone. What if your arm was tingling? <laughs> I would be pretty sure that I was having a stroke. The great thing about mobile phones is that the technology never dates. So that's going to be completely relevant for the rest of your life. You're vibrating tattoo <laughs> the same way that a Nokia 3510 is still such a cool phone from 1997. Oh my God, dude, do you still have the vibrating arm? Fuck you! <laughs> How's your vibrating arm? No, 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 man. No, is this, is this the... I have the magic whistle inside my eye. <laughs> that lets me know. I can only hear it, but I can hear it inside my eye. I understand. You, you can listen with your eyeball? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's magical. You know, I start my car with a toenail. There's a lot of pussy at this fucking festival. Do you notice that? What just happened? <laughs> I wanted to fucking change the subject. Jesus Christ. That got Am really I wrong? Weird. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, I guess, yeah. There's. <laughs> what do you think? Are you single, man? Are you single? I, I am a single man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of girls here. Are you yeah? terrified of that? No, but uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I've always been scared of the idea of someone who sees me on stage and then and the, the idea of making out with them afterwards and them having a weird idea. I mean, I am myself on stage, certainly, but I, I'm not as structured and hilarious in real life. So there's just going to be a massive anticlimax from then on. Do you so, know who, who I think would very much disagree with you about that y is, you uh, two guys uh, <laughs> 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 you two guys they've done alright for themselves huh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. go they on okay. what, what, what were you going to say I was going to say uh, uh, I did a show uh, the Bring the Rock show that you did yep. uh, with uh, film actor Jason Siegel and what he does is when he's done with his set he'll say my name is Jason Siegel my phone number is one two three four five six seven eight nine. give me a call let's fuck and then his phone will buzz before he gets off stage. He'll get the number. He'll meet the girl at the front of the club, and no. they will leave. Really? Yes. So he's not as concerned about that as you are. I do that at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll say, you'll stand over in produce and go, yeah. my name's Dave. My name's Dave. <laughs> Where's my phone Here's number? my digits. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're over there near eggplants or whatever, but uh, if you want to come out to my car and fuck. In, in uh, 2006, I did the Edinburgh Festival, and the show before me was Russell Brand's show. And um, he... Um, he used to finish, so, you, so you, I'd be backstage for the last sort of two minutes of his show, just, just getting my stuff ready. And uh, the end of his show was, uh, a lot of you may see me on stage or see me, have seen me on TV and think I'm untouchable. But I'm not untouchable, especially if you're a beautiful woman. I'm just going to be standing at the bar over there after the show, so come over and maybe we can have sex tonight. And uh, that, that would work. I would, if I said that, I would sound so creepy. Oh, my so God. Oh, I would say it. Uh, so, hey. Yeah. I know that if there's other side of this, there's some pretty, very pretty women here tonight. Oh, God, I'm And uh, so, my cock needs to go inside of something, so I'll be over at the bar. Oh, God. Dude. So, last night, I do my show, and uh, and then I go out to meet some of the, uh, the kids that are there. Uh, and uh, this woman comes up. She's got to be 70-plus. Uh, and she's got bandages over both wrists. And she talks about how much she loves the show. Yep. And wants to know if she can get a picture taken. Yep. And then she sits in my lap and asks me if I have my dick out. Uh. That's, a, that's, a, that's a valid question. That's a valid question. And we were like, 
so she did it like you know there was some uh, uh, cuddlers around and taking pictures and so we were everyone was being sort of respectful to her she was sort of quiet but uh, she was like do you have your dick out and uh, <laughs> then I there you can see in the photo of me looking around everybody going please somebody get her off my lap like I didn't know how to did like did she start rubbing or was she rubbing she was just she... was like being I thought she was at one point it she might have, was about to lift her top like it was very and then <laughs> I noticed both, both wrists were Bandages. So you, so you're so basically saying you've lived what Russell Brand lives. <laughs> the, the, um, I can't even imagine. Was he nice, Russell Brand? Ah, he's a lovely guy. Did he's he ever really... leave a shit in a toilet? He's all backstage. No, not kidding. Re- yeah, well, yeah, it's happened. That... Well, it's, maybe it's an environmental thing. <laughs> you know, he just let leave it there. Stick a few more on. I think maybe we... he doesn't want to I go think... on stage with all that toxicity. I, I mean, that's you... all it is. It's just waste. I just had the greatest reaction. It was almost sympathetic. Yeah, I'm, def- I'm, def- I'm defending little Brandy here. You know, maybe he's thinking it's a waste of water. Flush that to the, send it to the sea with some of its friends. So you, send it, <laughs> you, you stick one down on top of it. Then yeah, we, okay. then we flush. Well, he likes what we like to do what they call it pylon. Yeah, just go ahead and pile on. Just you know, king of the hill. He uh, if that if but we, nobody if we here's the thing. Nobody level in his, as a society. <laughs> yeah, where we're trying to save water. <laughs> So we're not flushing shit. That's not. I feel like that's not like environmentally positive because I'm gonna stick with if it's brown, flush it down. Right. Yeah. I feel but like yeah, I feel like we yellow, should stick with that yeah. that idea because I I feel like it's not not great. It, but he, it doesn't end well. Uh, but nobody doesn't like. The, we we were cautious about telling the story because none of us nobody doesn't like him. Like nobody, ah, was, yeah. nobody, nobody loves him. Yeah, you know. He's just a very honest, straight up guy, you know, and he's tried to come to terms with the immense fame that he's had. You know, obviously he wanted to be to be to be famous as sure. well, but but it's still difficult to process. But I do like that he has remained uh, pretty honest throughout the whole thing. It's never it's not it's not like this big phony kind of act or any, yeah. anything. It's 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 kind of him, him. that yeah. uh that, yeah, especially like, but it's it's that with 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 Russ. That show in '06 is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Which was like, I I was a semi-functioning heroin addict, and it was anecdotes about being a junkie while trying to do this media job, yeah. and you know going to orgies in tower blocks and how they what at the orgy have a I don't know what that means. As oh, a, ta- a tower block is like um project. You know, he'd, he'd go to Attack weird places. Block is, was Tower Blocks then? The yes. Movie. Yeah, okay. So, so um, and there'd be a small bowl of, like, mints that, you know, mint, spearmints or circular mm-hmm. after-dinner mints, you know, that the person who was running the orgy would have left out. Wait, who's, who's... This is a Russell bit from 2006 but, but, that I used so to there's, to every So night. there's orgies going on? <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you, like, do you have to be a heroin addict to get... Like, who gets invited to the orgy? I don't mind, I don't mind where your dick's been. <laughs> Freshen your breath. Yeah. And also, <laughs> him, him imagining the quantity of sperm that there was mixed in with those mints I in wish, the bowl. I, you wish, know, I so, wish that had never been said. So, so with Russell, you had this, and then that show made him a... Or his career exploded. And it's that sort of hip hop thing where your first album is like being from the street, and then your second album is just about sitting in limos drinking champagne. You know what do you do with your yeah. second? Because you're 
you can't, you can't just be like Van Morrison who for the rest of your life just goes on about how he used to clean windows in the late 60s. You know, you've been a millionaire for 20-something years, Van. Yeah. Talk about something else. And uh, so Russell's made an attempt to try and be honest. T- talk about this incredibly complicated world. I saw yesterday there's, there's a trailer for the, the um, you know, Katy Perry's uh, shot of some sort of a tour film, concert film, behind the stage film, and it goes through the divorce thing. And I just thought, God, could you imagine, like, you break up with somebody and then it's in a documentary. Yeah. Like, their whole thing. And it's like, yeah. you know, and it shows her backstage, you know, they, they, I mean, the way they cut the trailer is, you know, Katy Perry, blah, blah, blah. And then it shows her crying. And I'm like... That's just got to be, it's such a public level. Like, this shit that's like, because you know, like, when you're in a relationship with somebody, good, bad, or indifferent, that's just your fucking shit. Just yeah. the two of you. That's it. Yeah. It's so unique and so weird, and only you guys can actually understand the dynamic or what it even means. And even when you break up, like, you're real. Like, it's real. They didn't do it as a party. Whatever, whatever. I mean, it was. I wish I could relate to this, but you know, if my, the press is all over me. So <laughs> I don't, I don't relate to what you're saying. Like, I live. In a different place. Dave, 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 yeah. Where's that SIM card? <laughs> this show um, I'm doing here is about... Um, I was I was booked to do this festival. Like So we're now early April. I was booked to do this festival in October. I was like, brilliant. And then I broke up with my girlfriend in late October. When I was... Because I was going to write a new show for this. Yeah. And then I just couldn't do anything. Yeah. I lay on a bed uh, eating Domino's pizza for two months. Sure. And then, but this show... You look, is, you look good, man. Is, you actually look very fit. Well, it's about the struggle then to... Uh, yeah, a thing happened on the 26th of December. I um, I killed a mouse. And that was... You know the way you just need something to... Right. Okay, wait, wait now. hang on. <laughs> Let's go back. Like, you, you say stuff very, very simply and calmly. Is that... Because we're not... We're, we're startled. Is that a... Is that a uh, now, meaning is like... That, did you go to the pet store and buy one and then put a nail gun through? Like, was it a sacrifice? Or what was... Or is that like some Irish thing we don't know? Like, kill the mouse. Like, what that means is... Kill the mouse already! <laughs> kill that the mouse. Scottish. Does that mean... Is that how you get out of that? That was, that was Scottish? I think it was... That Scottish. was Scottish what you just did? Your accent is unbelievable. The um, I've always I've had a I grew up in an old house and uh-huh. once a year a mouse would appear somewhere in my life. This is from the age of of zero till when I left home. Yeah, like it would be in a box of breakfast cereal and would run out and or it would be I pull back the covers of my bed and it would be underneath. It was ah and I hated mice and. Consequently, since then, every time a radiator clicks we, in the middle of the night, did or you a, grow up in 1600? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a floorboard squeaks, I, I sit bolt upright. Uh-huh. Like, do you live in a Lewis Carroll story? Or? <laughs> <laughs> so, this one mouse, so, he had a hat. So, so uh, he, would, he, would take, he would take his hat off. <laughs> he, would say, he would say, Good day, sir. Such a personal show. Yeah. I love that it's being covered like this. Um, and so I, um, the, 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 the fear of the mouse just became, like I, like I would, uh, since then, pretty much every night for the last 30 years, at some point I've heard a sound, you know, be it a car going by or um, or a floorboard creak, and, and just I sit bolt upright and turn the light on, like, where's the mouse? You, like, have, like, you have mouse PTSD. What's PTSD? Post-traumatic stress <laughs> disorder. Yeah. It's like what soldiers get when they come back from the war and they, yeah. ah, and they flip they, out. They've experienced something real. But they, so, <laughs> so, you, so this mouse. So, so uh, essentially the background to this is that um, I, um, I, so I was stuck in a rut 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had the blues sure. and I was I was lying on a couch. I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I was struggling to do shows because, you know, this is a very easy job, mm-hmm. except when someone's just died or someone is heart or it's when you're heartbroken. Yes. In which case, they're the right. only two times. Yeah. I've no sympathy for There's so much mythologizing goes on in stand up. Like you look at, you know, like that. I saw the Conan O'Brien documentary about like, what? He went out and did a live show and he's tired meeting people. It's such an easy job. This it's it's. There's just it's easy yeah, and, and it is. Uh, uh, my friends do real jobs and and, yeah. and that's hard. Uh, so I have no sympathy for any of that. But uh, uh, except when uh, it's just a hard job when you're heartbroken. So I, I couldn't do. I just I was meant to be writing this show. I couldn't think of anything. And then it built up to this. Um, I needed something to happen, and a mouse ran across the floor of my house and I, I just bought the house in Dublin so my thought immediately was I have to sell the house that was the first sure. that I was gonna yeah. just burn it, pour it yeah just jerry can of petrol padlock the front door matching through the letterbox thanks house uh, but, thanks house but that it was a co- it's a combination of several things was that the fact that the bank wouldn't have taken kindly to me because they own the house really sure. me telling them that I've had to destroy it because yeah, there's a mouse yeah. in it <laughs> right. and I'd seen Jaws the well, night there, before which there is, are other solutions which is my favourite movie ever right and so this was my sort of Sheriff Brody Sick. moment yeah that for if you substitute shark mouse yeah. for shark go and get it, go get him captain beach Ahab. beach for sitting room <laughs> yeah. and killing children for running under cushions you pretty <laughs> yes, much yes. yeah you have a very yeah. similar yeah. plot yeah. to very similar right right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, i don't see any difference honestly and so i am um, spielberg I, <laughs> I uh, do you own a harpoon i have <laughs> <laughs> so i just threw so you, so you a fire a- extinguisher <laughs> in his mouth and then i shot the fire extinguisher <laughs> it's, it and mouthpieces everywhere <laughs> My God, that's the best! Oh, I wish I'd I'm seen that. Forward. I'm looking forward to the hardest too. part was getting the fire extinguisher in his mouth. I'm pretty much sure he was dead then, but just because you have to really open his mouth, yeah. so he probably was dead then. But just to make sure, I shot it. Well, I'm making a serious point here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a time for with heartbreak and whatnot. There's a time for for rising like mm-hmm. a phoenix from the ashes yeah. sure. but there's also a time for lying in the ashes like a broken phoenix yeah. just for a little while going mm-hmm. like oh poor poor phoenix yeah. Yeah. and so I'd done that and then it was it's you need something to break you out of yeah. otherwise you're you're in serious trouble because you're, you're you then you become the depressed guy yeah. you become the the proper the blue becomes your co- persona yeah. yeah and so I needed something to happen and the mouse appearance happened uh, one thing led to another, and I ended up tracking down that mouse. And I I took that mouse's life. How then, did you take the mouse's life? Uh, using the internet said to put uh, peanut butter into a trap, mm-hmm. but I tried to put myself into the mind of the mouse. What's sure. like peanut butter, but more delicious, Nutella. Ah. And so it was a Nutella trap. Yeah. And uh, it was this. It was the moment where. I I knew the mouse was there and I was going to have to deal with it. I was going to have to deal with the body. And this was not what I was looking forward to. But then in picking up the mouse on the shovel and putting him into a Domino's garlic bread box, which I (laughs) selected as the sort of sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was seen... First off, 
All three, I would A, I would go eating Nutella very happily, and I'd happily be buried in a Domino's bottle. Uh-huh. So I, don't, I think all this, true. to me, to me, I, to, go. to me, I don't, I don't find anything disrespectful about <laughs> nope. this at all. So, just looking at, it was the first time I'd ever been face-to-face with, because the, the mice had all been alive yeah. in the, for my entire youth, and then suddenly looking at how tiny this thing was, and how it had a little face and little legs on it, it was... It was someone's son. It was someone's yeah. brother. You know, and maybe the mouse had broken up with his girlfriend, but instead of just lying on a couch eating pizza for two months, he'd gone off to seek adventure in the world until I'd whacked him with my yeah. ingenious Nutella trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. You so, could have killed one of the great mouse explorers. The, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, right? It was there's Sir Francis Drake. Oh <laughs> you could have killed Sir Francis, and he was out reporting back. He's also the world's oldest mouse. He's the same mouse from your childhood. So here was yeah. this old legend mouse yeah. that had been re- reporting yeah. back to his mice friends about your life. And he would go back every day and he goes, oh, he's so heartbroken. <laughs> Guys, he is so heartbroken. I'm going to cheer him up. pizzas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little run across this floor to cheer him up. <laughs> Look at me. I'm fucking adorable. <laughs> Look at my little face and my little legs. I'm somebody's brother. Yeah, I'm somebody's How do you brother. know? I'm going to bolt him around the room, give him a little yeah. cheer up. Yeah. And oh, fuck, is that Nutella? God damn it, I love that. I, I love Holy French, fuck, he left me. French hazelnut spread. <laughs> Holy fuck, he left me. That is fantastic. <laughs> hazelnut spread. Boom. So, and it was, it was an epiphanal moment in terms of confronting this, this thing. Yeah. And, and it was more, it was like a distraction from the, my blues. This had taken two days to yeah. track down this, this poor Ringo. What was the name I'd given to him? And, uh, <laughs> and then in dealing with this, I kind of had put my mind into another place, not just thinking about this awful doomed relationship. And I suddenly felt like writing a show again. So while I write about it in the show, I'll try and construct the show as a living monument to Ringo, the tiny mouse that I killed with Nutella. So that's that's where it's coming from. I just think I just think pants. you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I bought these clown pants and I thought I should fucking wear them. So mine, mine. <laughs> I'm not going through anything. Mine, uh, mine is about my clown pants. So I mean, so I get it. Artist to artist, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You lucky it wasn't. A I house like Conan, or... and I couldn't watch that movie. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel. I felt when he was going through. It's an interesting point that you make about stand up and about like uh, it, it, it. it and I have a hard time with this argument with my wife because, you know, she'll say, I've been doing this and I've been doing this and I've been doing this and you've been doing stand-up mm. and blah, blah, blah. And to try to make the argument that what I do is difficult is just a lie. Yeah. Being away from them is hard. No yeah. doubt. That's absolutely very difficult. And there are days where stand-up can be trying. There are yeah. days where your career can be trying. And on an emotional level... You do six shows in a week. There's something about that fucking Sunday where you're like, I don't know how a human being can't be this wiped out. There's yeah. just something about performing every night. Mm-hmm. However, it's nothing compared to fucking running a machine. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, or having a real or a job that's just filled with tedium. Yeah. You know, or just like something. You're talking about something. like a derivative trader. Or the, seeing your stand up. <laughs> like the the no reason. For you're no mad. Reason. You're mad. It's okay. I'm not mad. You can laugh. I'm not mad. The, the, I love you. The mythologizing thing that goes on with stand up of just like oh, person standing up there with a mic, loneliest job in the world. And, you know, and like people say, I can never do what you do. What do you do? I'm an eye surgeon. You know, and then when you do, <laughs> and in virtually every it's interview so you ever do, it's like tell us. 
Tales of the Road, what's the worst thing? Yes, they always go, what's always, the worst gig? Always. And like, I always feel like saying to that journalist, what's the worst article you've ever written? What yeah. is the most poorly constructed sentence you've yeah. ever... They just want to know these tales of hardship and soul searching. I used to pick up sausages from the floor of a German sausage cannery. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. You would come home reeking of sausages. I just, what I do is I'll say, I'll just give them a different you, story. Did you really like, do say, that? Yes. You give, give us your worst road story. And I'll go, well, I went that one time when I was in that Afghani village and I blew up that home and it turns out that it was filled yeah. with just Afghani kids. Yeah. That was the worst day. I killed, a, I thought that, we, I thought there was some insurgents. The terrible anyway, gig. Yeah, I'd gone in and I'd just blown up some villagers. And that was a triple gig, right? That was, that was a triple gig, yeah. Not good bookers. I would not work for them. It's fun. Look at us. Look Look, people are, it's now 3.25 uh, in the, if I was in the my sausage picking up job, right now is the time you got to hose down the machine. How many, how many sausages were there on the ground? <laughs> the Germans love a sausage and they love a sausage yeah. in a glass jar and they'd come along the conveyor belt yeah. and they, on the corners very often they'd fall off and smash and Haraveli was the foreman. And he had a whistle and he'd blow into the whistle and I'd put on a yellow hard hat and I had a red buggy with a suction pump and I'd have to drive to the site of the catastrophe <laughs> and reverse backwards and forwards over it till I'd suck them all up into my undercarriage and then return back to base again <laughs> afterwards. And that was, and now, so I would be in the, the wipe down cleaning That's up. That's amazing. The, the, I know, and like, so now you, you guys are having a freak out about a lost SD card. Yes. And, and I, I'd be... Clean, cleaning sausage off my hands. Yeah, I mean, I used to. The Germans clean. set out to make food. That their they've their goal is how ugly can we do it? How ba- how <laughs> ba- how unap- how unappealing can like yeah. what are the colors of the pat? Like how are we working in gray? <laughs> yeah. Like the Germans eat more gray food and put more things in like a juice yeah. and then put it in a jar. Like yeah. they fucking yeah. Is it? Is it be- because of the country that they live in? Is it the like? What is it about that palate? And those, and I am German. Yeah. But I, we, we distance ourselves from their food. I don't. To this day, all of the German that I have is directly to do with picking sausages up from the floor of a factory, which is a small niche area of human experience. <laughs> yeah. This is here's all my German. Wo ist die Kern machine? Where is the floor cleaning sausage picking up machine? Yeah. Two options. The Kern machine is under the rutsche. The floor cleaning machine is underneath the sausage transferring conveyor belt. The yeah. other option is that it's recharging. And I never learned that. So I just do this mime of asleep. I, I just and that would symbolize the sausage machine is currently resting. <laughs> so that oh my is, God. Yeah. You know my kid would understand that. Because <laughs> I always tell him, like, a car's asleep or a machine's asleep. Yeah. So, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Base level stuff. So Base here's what stuff. Finn does. He gets, he says, Daddy's going to work. And he gets a jacket. <laughs> and he walks to the door. And then he opens the door. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes out. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back in. And he puts his jacket down, and he, he says, I'm back from work. And you say, how is work? And he says, I lost the SIM card. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we're going to wrap it up there. Um, uh, thanks for uh, David being David O'Dorty, huh? No, I am Fantastic on a guest. I'm only making comedy. Yeah. I, genu- I Truly, genuinely, I don't, I'm, I don't care. Fantastic. It, it doesn't matter. I'm bummed a little bit. But fantastic guest. Uh, thank you. Uh, I would say, where are you going to be? But, I mean, how long are you, how long's your show running here? Um, 
It's running here un- until the end of this festival. They're going to Sydney, going to New Zealand, then I'm going back home. I'll see you in New Zealand. Nice. Right? I'm there for four days. My favorite country. It's great. I hear it's great. Yeah. Um, Do you go see the I like worms? This, I like have Sudan. I've seen worms. Yeah. Sudan is my, my favorite country, <laughs> and the festival good, there is great. It's a great festival. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It's not, is it what's good about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where he's annoying, because like, on the way here, I'm like, we get a sausage roll, we get a muffin, and he's like, let's get Sudanese. <laughs> <laughs> I love food you pick up with a spongy bread, and you, and, but you only do it with a stump. So, <laughs> any food you can eat while you run. <laughs> Always be running. <laughs> um, so, uh, on uh, May uh, 2nd, we will be at in Seattle at uh, doing a live podcast at Chop Suey, yep. uh, Chop Sticks, either one of those names I yep. believe is applicable. Uh, the live 100th podcast yep. on uh, April 20th at yep. Meltdown yep. with Pat Oswalt, Brian Post, and that'll be our very last Gareth. podcast. Uh, Martin. Never, unless we lose it, then unless we'll do we another one. We, then we'll, <laughs> we're going to lose all our live ones from now on. Uh, I think you should record it onto one of those, you know, like one of those early <laughs> The rain in Spain. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Live to acetate. <laughs> Anything else? Glitter done. Glitter done.